Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. We're in the middle of a pandemic, and yet the podcasting conferences are still going on. And if I am honest, and I try to always be honest, I'm a little conflicted about that. I wonder if you are too. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Just got an email this morning before I sat down that a podcast conference I am planning on attending in 2020 has been moved, which makes a lot of sense. It's been moved because, you know, things haven't quite relaxed everywhere or not. So I was all set to do a show on something else, but now my brain is totally preoccupied by this because I'm conflicted about not just that conference. And I'm not naming it because it doesn't really matter. But all of the other conferences, and maybe even the future of podcasting conferences, and I don't necessarily mean just the giant podcasting conferences, which do bring a thousand or more people together from all around the world to be concentrated in a small little space. (laughs) I also mean the monthly gatherings that I haven't done in a few months. We haven't done in a few months for the Phoenix Podcast Club. PHX PHX Podcast Club has been on hiatus. We met January and February of this year, but we haven't met since then. Why? Well, because of social distancing guidelines and the reality that we're all under lockdown. So I'm a little conflicted about what am I to do with these conferences that are planning to go ahead, that have moved their dates in some cases, have sent out emails saying, to hell with it, we're going to do it. And I got to tell you, I don't think I'm going to go. I mean, barring some extraordinary measures, and by that I mean me blowing a positive antibody test or there being readily available and reliable therapeutics or a vaccine, I don't think it's worth the risk for me. Now, I don't want to make this episode all about me. We all have to make our own choices. But if I'm having this moment of doubt, I can only imagine other people who are also having moments of doubt. I think conference organizers are having moments of doubt. I think those organizers that rely on podcasting events, conferences, to bring in money are having doubts and questions and wondering what's going to happen in the future. (sighs) Me too. Me too. 
we've seen a lot of things already shift to the online space. We see more people in Zoom doing Zoomy type things. Yeah, right. We all have seen that. I know a lot of conferences have gone virtual. I think there was maybe there's a podcasting conference going on right now in a virtual way. I know lots of other ones have been planned and talked about. And we're going to have to figure this stuff out. We're just going to have to go through it and figure out what works because no one knows. No one knows if it's actually going to work well or not. I don't honestly think that you can replicate the physical experience virtually. And by that, I'm not so sure that it makes sense to have the same format that a conference has. People get together at certain times to watch certain people talk about certain things. Now let's just do that virtually. I mean, that can be done, and maybe that's working. I'm, I'm certainly no expert in this to really have much of an opinion. But I know that it can be so much more. I mean, just think of the experience. Uh, anything moving online tends to change. Reading magazines and books virtually, digitally, is a different experience than flipping pages. I don't care what the silly purveyors of the magazine-based software that makes you feel like you're turning a page will try and tell you. That's garbage experience. We know that. Is it any difference for these upcoming conferences? Now, one of the great things about us podcasters is we are, by and large, used to doing things remotely. We are used to doing things, either working with our guests remotely, if in fact we have guests, or working with distributed teams remotely, or just working with service providers. You know, it's, it's very rare to find someone who actually runs their media server from a computer in their desk any longer. That hasn't happened for a very long time. So we're more accepting of virtual opportunities for gathering and getting together than others. Yet still, it seems like the world has embraced these visual, no, no, not, yes, visuals, what I was looking for, these visual meetings as opposed to physical meetings. I know I've sat on the patio and smoked a cigar. Well, I smoked a pipe while my friend smoked a cigar, and we've had meetings, we've had virtual happy hours. I wonder if that will change how we feel about going to big events. Will it cause us to need to go to these big events? There's a risk factor involved. Do we have to take it? And I don't necessarily mean just from the from the from COVID nineteen. I mean other sorts of risks that are always going to be out there for us. Is it worth us? Is this one of the things that goes away? Now a lot of people are saying, "God, I hope not." And and I think maybe I'm saying, "Gosh, I hope not." But I don't know. I don't know what the future is going to hold. I don't know what the next really cool thing looks like. What does it look like? What can someone do with this new? paradigm we live in, this new reality, and say, hey, let's 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 remove that, not necessarily the need, I don't, I don't want to say that, but let's make something that's better. Let's make an experience that is, instead of spending hours planning and prepping and traveling to and hotels and expenses and all that, if there's another way to not replicate that, I'm not interested in replicating things, but if there's a better way to allow what was supposed to happen at these conferences... The chance meetings, the education, the follow-up, the biz dev, 
There's another way to do that that doesn't replicate the experience, but instead provides a better way to channel those things we went there for in the first place. Maybe that's enough. But I don't know what it's looking like. I'm curious what you think about this. As you can see, this is definitely a... Didn't come with a big plan on this one. It, It was just announced this morning. I think... Right now, if I had to make a decision, and of course I can always change my decision, but my decision right now is I'm not going. Not to any of them. For the rest of the year. And that may be an overzealous thing, but it's where my brain is at right now. I'm curious what what your plans are. Are you still going to attend? What are your restrictions? What are your requirements to do that? And I guess more importantly, what are you thinking? Is there something out there I'm not aware of? Is there a new cool thing that's, again, not trying to replicate the conference experience, not trying to replace in-person meetings, but doing something where the outcomes are better in a virtual way? I would love to know if there's something that I just haven't seen. So apologies for the quite rambling episode. You know, I always tell people or I try to tell you at the end of this episode to go Uh, share my podcast, podcast pontifications with one other podcaster. Probably not this episode. This is not an indicative episode, but it is is an episode. If you want, you can still go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and give me a little support. I I would appreciate that. Again, I don't think this episode is worth it, (laughs) but I don't charge per episode. It's just, you know, I don't charge at all. It's just if you feel that's worthy of support, then please let me know. Uh, And if you have any thoughts about this, what I'm thinking about. I'd love to hear from you. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Send me your comments. Send me your thoughts. Yeah. Be safe out there. Make your own decisions and uh, and let's see what the world can bring us, you know, soon. Okay? All right. I'm going to hear you guys. Um, that's it for today. I do not do episodes on Friday, so enjoy the rest of your Thursday and your Friday and all weekend. That t- topic I was going to talk about today, I'll do it on Monday on another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, 
Here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.